0: My name is Kelly Tyen, and welcome to Addicted to the Climb. Hey guys, welcome to the show. You are going to learn how I overcome adversity, hear from people just like you that have faced challenges but still keep climbing. Are you ready to elevate your life and choose your path? Let's do it together. Are you ready? Let's go. Hey everyone, welcome back to a new episode of Addicted to the Climb. I am your host, Kelly Tyan. If we haven't met yet, welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here. And I just pray that you're feeling blessed right now in some way because God is good all the time, just like my guest and I were just talking about. And I know I'm feeling very blessed right now because since October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month, if you haven't, if you don't know this about me, I am a breast cancer survivor. And I I think it's 11 years and it's just amazing. And I'm just feeling so grateful right now to be where I am. And again, God is just so good. So for anyone that is going through breast cancer, or maybe you are a breast cancer survivor, I just want you to know that I'm praying for you. And if you want to DM me or send me a message that you are in one of those areas, then I'll pray for you specifically because I got a long list right now. I posted a post the other day on both my socials, Facebook and Instagram, and a lot of you sent me back the heart that you're a survivor. So I have my prayer list and just message me. I'd love to add you. Well, I want to ask you a question. Have you ever found yourself becoming a little more anxious or stressed out more than normal? or maybe even a little more depressed than usual, maybe you and your significant other are finding that your relationship is stagnant and needs a jumpstart, or maybe just to be repaired. If you're noticing that some of these things are holding you back from living out a successful, well-balanced life, my guest today might just be the person who can help you. I'd love to introduce you guys to my guest today. Her name is Melissa McLean. And we just met on social, actually. Another reason why I love social media. It's so much fun meeting great women, especially faith based women, and you're on the same page. So I'm so excited to have her on the show. And I'll tell you a little bit about her. She is a licensed professional counselor and certified professional coach who is the owner of Morning Joy Counseling, a multi clinician group practice that helps people dealing with anxiety and depression among other issues as well as couples who want to rebuild or strengthen their relationships and also those seeking bariatric psychological evaluations and child and adolescent issues in addition to running her group practice melissa also helps other professionals move beyond the gap between visualizing their dreams and making them a reality She helps them map out the right next steps towards having a successful and fulfilling business. She also serves in ministry where she allows the Lord to flow through her to touch the lives of those she serves. I am so excited to have this conversation with you. So welcome, Melissa.
1: Thank you, Kelly. And thank you so much for having me on your podcast.
0: I'm so excited. So I love starting out with a few fun questions to just, okay. you know, ease into it. So my first one, now, these are just quick ones. What is your fa- well, first of all, do you like coffee or tea? Tea. Oh, okay. I don't, like tea. <laughs> I, I don't get many tea people, but oh. I know. And I love tea, but I still go right to my coffee. <laughs> it's just you coffee a habit. Yes. I okay. only have like one a day, but still it's my thing. Um, what is your favorite book that you've read in the past or maybe you're reading now?
1: Um, well, actually I recently read a book called, um, my grandmother's hands, which was nice. And just really talking about how we can work to like balance our bodies, especially in light of everything that's going on, you know, in the current world. Mm -hmm. And yeah,
0: that's a, that's a good one. It's very relevant, right?
1: Yes. What about your favorite food? My favorite food would be um, a good stir fry. So a good chicken stir fry with some vegetables. Ooh, that's
0: good. I like that answer. Yeah. What about a favorite Bible verse?
1: Oh, Jeremiah 29, 11 for I know the plans I have for you. Plans are prosper for you. Yes. That's been kind of my staple verse. I love that. That is one of my favorite favorites.
0: Um, and then one last one. What. Is your morning routine? Do you even have a morning routine?
1: I do. So my ideal morning routine is really to be able to get up before my kids. <laughs> so I have a moment to myself um, to just be able to look at my schedule, what I have for the day, and also to do any devotional that I'm currently working on to just get my day started off right and then to get myself ready and prepared. And um ideally I would like to start exercising again and getting you know doing my workouts in the morning as well perfect add those workouts
0: in girlfriend I know Kelly we
1: need to talk to you about that oh boy
0: <laughs> that's a whole other topic but we can dive into that too
1: absolutely well
0: thanks those are great I'd love to you to tell my listeners for those that don't know you tell us a little bit about yourself and the path that you were on that led you to becoming the woman you are today into the practice that you have right now?
1: Sure. Um, So a little bit about myself. Um, I will start by saying that I really believe that a lot of what our passions are, a lot of the things that we might even play kind of as a child, um, I think really is telling of who we truly are inside. And what we have the potential of becoming and also where our desires lie, like our God-given kind of desires and purpose. The reason why I say that is because when I from when I was a young kid, I was kind of that mediator between my friends um, when my friends would have disagreements. I was that you know calm go-to person if people had any issues that they needed to work out. And so throughout the years, I was almost kind of like walking towards my purpose. I also had an affinity for like performing arts so doing like dancing and acting and all of that when i was younger and so along my journey i noticed that i was really interested in just kind of the human minds um when i took a class in high school actually a humanities class and then when i was in college i always kind of wanted to be in the helping field but more of the medical side so i was thinking about being a doctor so i was on a pre-med track in college and then when I volunteered at a hospital, I realized I was more connected to talking to people, like talking to the patients, as opposed to like, you know, taking their vitals and things like that. And that's when I realized that coupled with um, not really liking some of the classes I had to take the pre-med track, um, that I was really connected to um, mental health um, more so. And so I ended up just kind of going down that path when I was in college. And then after that kind of continued and my vision that I had for myself, even at that time in undergrad was that I one day wanted to have my own, my own practice, um, essentially. And so over the years, as I went to grad school, eventually got licensed, that just became a stronger desire that I had to be able to one day have my own practice And I figured that, you know, that would be my long-term goal. So I would work in the field many, many years, (laughs) Mm -hmm. like working for other agencies. And then, you know, one day before retirement, but still like later on in my career, I would open my own practice and just do that solely. And so I worked in various places. I've worked in psychiatric hospitals. I've worked in group homes, I've worked in foster home programs. So I've worked with a gamut of people um, from children to adults. The last place where I was, I was actually a, um, a trauma therapist. So I did trauma focused, trauma kinds of behavioral therapy with children and families. And that was, um, it was challenging, especially when I first started, but rewarding because you got to see kind of where somebody was in the beginning just being so hurt you know so raw like the kids and the families but then going through the treatment just kind of seeing that journey in such a short amount of time too it was only 12 to 16 weeks of just being able to see the healing happening mm. and so that was the last place i was at which i absolutely loved um but then you know life transitions kind of happened for me and prior to that i had actually opened my own practice while i was still, um, you know, working a full time job. And so I had my own private practice on the side that I was doing just by myself. And so when life transition kind of happens, it made me think, you know, I need to really expand, I need to do something, you know, I need to do something. And so at that same time that my life transition was happening, that kind of rocked my personal life, I was um, told by my landlord, hey, we have an office space available. It was a double office space. At that time, I had downsized my own solo practice to just subletting from somebody else because I had recently had kids within the past year. So I was kind of downsizing a little bit, focusing a little bit more on my kids. And so when he said that the space was available, I was thinking, wow, that would be a great space to have because it's a double office. I would be able to hire somebody, which is something I had been thinking of, but just not right at that moment. Mm -hmm. And so I said, well, you know what, let me think about it. So that night I just had this, um, it was almost like a struggle, you know, within me. Because on the one hand, I'm thinking that this would be so great, you know, to have and on the other hand, I'm thinking, but God, you know, I'm in the midst of going through this craziness in my personal life right now. I have two kids that are little, because by that time, I think they're probably about one and a half, two years old. So, I mean, they were little, little or three years old. And so I was like, God, what am I supposed to do? Because I know that if I don't jump on this right now, I don't know when there will be another opportunity to be able to expand or ne- move to the next step. Um, in that way, that wouldn't be, um, it wasn't gonna be too much in terms of, it was like a transition. So it's kind of like, you know, a transition between high school and the real world. If you go to co- happen to go to college, it's like a transitional piece. So I was just like, God, what do I do? And so it was in that moment that, you know, God was basically telling me, Melissa, you need to take this leap of faith and you need to go ahead, say that you will take that space. Again, I didn't know how I was gonna pay for it because it was just me (laughs) at that time. And I didn't know if I was gonna find somebody because I hadn't hired any, I hadn't even put an ad out yet for someone. So I said, you know what, God, I am going to trust you because I've trusted you this far in my life. You have carried me through many hurdles, obstacles, challenges. You have brought me through. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to trust you, God. Wow. <laughs> so Essentially, that's what I did. And that is an
0: unbelievable story, to be honest. Yeah. I mean, you said so many things.
1: Yeah. And I want to like
0: rewind for a minute. Sure. I want to ask you some questions because I'm so intrigued at what you do anyways. And I know your job is so rewarding, but working with such a wide variety of people with so like different, you know, various issues that they have from depression to you said, you know, couples wanting to rebuild their relationships and Mm -hmm. child and adolescent issues. I mean, I'm sure you're a special person, first of all, to be able to do that. And God definitely placed you there. I mean, I know I probably couldn't handle that. God gives us The right, when we pray and when we're in faith and when we believe he will open those doors for us and that's exactly what he did for you. But, you know, take how, okay, let me rephrase my question. How do you get people to even open up and start the healing process? Because I'm always interested, you know, I, I know friends of mine that have even children or teens that are very troubled and they don't open up. And many people say, nope, I don't, I'll just deal with it myself. How do you take these people and give them that trust in you to just even start the healing process? I'm just interested.
1: Yeah, Um, that's a great question because I have come across many people that just had a hard time with opening up. The number one thing is just being present. When you're being present in the session, whether the person is talking, whether that person is sitting in silence, but you're just being with them, meeting them on their level, then most times they will end up opening up. Um, Sometimes you can gauge that person, so it might be just finding something in common. So typically when somebody comes in, um, you know, they might have, they might ask them, like, what are some interests that they have? So if you know of some interest outside of whatever issue it is that they're coming in for, then it might be connecting with them, you know, on that level. Mm -hmm. So for example, if it happens to be a kid that's um, interested in basketball and sports, then it might be connecting with them with sports. It might be, you know, finding somebody within the sports arena um, that has come out, you know, about having depression, if that person has depression, and then Mm -hmm. talking, having a conversation about that. So, I think that's why it's so important too when you have celebrities, you have athletes, you have people in the public eye come forward about some of their own issues, mm. because that can yeah. help so many people um, oh, to God. feel more comfortable. It breaks down barriers. Absolutely.
0: And exactly what you said when people talk about things, it, you, they're like, oh, wow, I can relate. That's me. That's me. In, but how I want you to speak to the person, maybe there's someone listening right now that is going through something and they're shut down and they don't know what to do because they don't believe maybe therapy is right for them or they don't feel it's important. What advice, what would you tell that person and why it is so important to start their healing process?
1: I would tell that person that it's very hard. It's very difficult. But when you start that healing process now, you know, I promise you that in the future it will get better because it's a difference of sitting where you are right now and not being able to experience any type of progress versus taking that hard step. The first step is so hard. Picking up the phone is the hardest part. Either picking up the phone or sending out that email to say, you know, I need, to come in for counseling. That's the hardest part. But once somebody gets past that, it becomes a little bit easier. The next step is a little bit easier, but it's a matter of just starting now so that healing process can start as opposed to sitting in those feelings.
0: Exactly. And thank you for saying that because I think that is the number one step. Even Mm -hmm. in my line of business, to be honest, when somebody's overweight or they're just so tired of feeling the way they feel in the unhealthiness going on in their life, sometimes they don't even wanna pick the phone up. And when they do, I tell them the same thing, even in my line of work is as, as a coach, just you yes. picking up the phone is day one. You just changed your life on this day. You picked up the phone and got out of your own way. And that's that. So I agree. And I think many people just need to hear that, that it's okay. You're Melissa, you're in this line of work to help people. And I think people just get afraid, but they just have to pick up the phone so they don't have to go through it alone. And yes. I think that's where the pro- the problems just keep snowballing when they're all mm-hmm. alone, So, I mean, now you also help women realize their self-worth and, you know, how do you help a woman build her confidence in herself? If she's really at rock bottom, what kind of process do you take a woman? I'm using a woman, you know, what kind of process do you take her through?
1: Right. Well, I mean, oftentimes it really starts with teaching, um, like talking about the basic feelings and emotions, and then also just really teaching cognitive coping which is just the idea that our thoughts are connected to how we feel and then what we end up doing so for example if we're walking around with the thoughts that i'm worthless um most times you know that that woman is going to feel just really maybe sad depressed um and then the action is that she's probably not going to step out in faith or she's probably not going to step out to Tried to reach some goals that she has because the underlying thought is I'm worthless. So why, why even bother, you know, going for that job, you know, why even bother starting my business because I'm not worth anything anyway. So oftentimes I try to teach those skills first about kind of noticing our feelings that we have and our thoughts. And then I really try to work to help, um, you know, I would help her to reframe or to change those thoughts. be able to change the thought from i'm worthless to i am valued um you know if it's a christian woman i'm blessed and highly favored you know what are some scriptures that you can connect with to affirm with Mm -hmm. um and so then once you have the thought process that's changed you know if she's changed that thought process about herself then that'll change the way she then feels about herself that'll change her decisions her choices the actions that she's going to make Because if she's walking in confidence and walking in knowing who she is and whose she she is as well, she's going to be more confident and she is going to go for that job she may not have gone for. She is going to start becoming more social if she wasn't before. She is going to um, start her own business or go to next levels within her business.
0: Exactly. And, you know, it's just taking that one step at a time and not feeling like you have to go from A to Z and be because when you start the overwhelm when the overwhelm comes on if there's too much that you have to do i find the baby steps just that one small step at a time just yeah. realizing that you are a daughter of the king and i know my faith plays a big role in everything i do i don't think i'd be where i am today without my strong faith. And I know your faith is super strong as well. And I know faith has moved mountains for you.
1: Mm -hmm. Tell us,
0: tell us a little how faith plays such a role in your life.
1: I would say that, you know, again, like having faith in God, especially with my business, um, just has played a huge role because had I not stepped out in faith from what I mentioned before, as far as kind of getting that office space, then I wouldn't have gotten my first you know, employee that I had who is still to this day with me after three years. And I wouldn't have said, no, but God, I'm going to take another step of faith and I'm going to get a second location. And at that time, I didn't have anybody were employees for that location yet. So again, it was another faith step that I took. And so in taking that, you know, I was able to get employees eventually And I feel that if I didn't have faith, I would have been held back. I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't be in a place now of having 21 employees, 21 therapists, you know, working for me, plus two administrative assistants and being able to help as many people as we currently help today. So there's times when I look at the calendar now or before when we were in office when I left my office and just sat in my car and was just so humbled thinking that there's multiple people in this building being helped because I stepped out on faith I had trust that God you know had this because he told me to do it and because of that now you know a lot of people are being helped and being blessed and even though it's not a christian counseling practice Um, it's still kind of birthed from me ultimately in terms of my vision. And, um, you know, I consider it to be one of my ministries too.
0: I love that. Oh, I feel the chills because that is exactly what happened in my life. I've always been faithful. I've always been a Christian Mm -hmm. and I'm not, you know, I never push my faith on people, but Mm -hmm. God wanted me to step out in my faith and just do what I'm doing in touching people's lives through this podcast, even and bringing my faith into it. And I'm meeting so many Christian women like yourself that you're my people. And Mm. God, that's all God. I mean, ladies, if you're listening right now, and you don't know what we're talking about, I mean, I have a faith fuel and fitness Facebook group, where you are welcome to jump into that and start there. Because if you're lacking faith or direction in life and you just don't know what to do next, like Melissa stepped out in faith. And look at where she is today. She stood out in faith. She stepped out in faith. She listened and took the steps. And God has her right where she's supposed to be. And that's just such a beautiful thing. And I feel, you know, the blessing, you're you're so blessed, and I'm so happy for you that you followed God's path and not your own. Because sometimes. We want to do our own thing and that's our humanness, right? It takes over and we say, well, we're just going to do it this way. But when God wants you to do it that way, you got to go, you got to go. And it's just, it's just a beautiful thing of how your life can actually turn out. So what, a, what that is amazing. I want to, I I love your Instagram. I just want to jump over to that really quick because sure. I love you have every, a, a quote, Pretty much yes. that you post, and I know you do a lot of lives too. So, you guys, if you're not over on Instagram, uh, she, what's your handle? You might as well tell them. It's,
1: sure, it's Melissa J McLean Motivator.
0: Perfect, and I will put that in the show notes. But you do have so many beautiful
1: quotes that you
0: say and talk about. What is one of your favorites?
1: Um, it's not up there now. It's like away in the past. But to thine self be true. Um, so basically because a lot of times people, um, whether it's personally or even professionally is like looking at everybody else to see what everybody else is doing. Mm -hmm. But I think it's important to really know who you are. I mean, it goes back to knowing who you are, whose you are, if you're, you know, of course, if you're a Christian, if not, but just knowing who you are basically, and just being really genuine and authentic and speaking and coming from that place. Because if we strive to be somebody we're not, we're not going to get too far. Isn't that the truth? <laughs> yes, because what's meant for us is meant for us. Exactly. And it's okay to be ourselves.
0: Yes. And that took me a while, to be honest, in, in my own life. And there were just times when I was trying to do what she was doing. And because mm-hmm. she had a successful following and I was trying to be something different and it just wasn't working mm-hmm. and I was fighting it. I mean, there were times yes. in, my, in my journey, in my business, in my life, where I remember, I'm like, why isn't this working? <laughs> like, yes. it's just not working. <laughs> Nobody's liking my stuff. Nobody can't like it. And I'd be so frustrated because I was trying to do what you just said not to do. And I was trying to do what they were doing, but that's not me. And that's not what I was supposed to be doing. So I yeah. love that
1: you said that. And I was if, there too, Kelly. You were? <laughs> uh, I mean, I was, I've been there too, been there, done that. I'm sure. I mean, it was
0: a wake up call for me when I finally was like, "What am I doing?" And yes. the minute I just became me and was comfortable just being me, everything changed.
1: Yes, like, and you're like, amazing, and your content that you put out is just absolutely amazing, and it's you. so genuine too. Thank like you can so tell much. That you're an authentic person, that you truly care about
0: people. Thank you so much. You're welcome. It's, it's funny. Thank you for saying that, but because what you said in the very beginning about That you know who you are as a child Mm -hmm. is kind of who you're going to become as an adult. It's funny how that really works, though. And as you were saying that, I'm like, I I was that kind of leader, getting Mm -hmm. everyone together. I love getting all women in a room. I love introducing Mm -hmm. women to other women. And so it is funny. I really was thinking about that and what I this as a child and as a teenager. I. I am the same in that way. Wow. Yeah, it is Amen. funny when you when you really start to think about it. Yes. So I want to before, you know, we come to the end, I, you have a 90 day planner. Is that a free, free resource of yours? It is. Yes. So I wanted you to tell my audience about it if they wanted to grab that where they can grab it and just tell us For a her. little bit about it.
1: Of course. So it's a free 90-day goal planner um, because essentially it's really important to map out our goals, like to first visualize and have our goals, but we need a roadmap to get to those goals because if we don't have a map to get there, then we're just going to be anywhere, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. without direction. So it's really um a place where you can get some direction with your goals and you can get to it by going to my, and either on my, website, um, melissajmclean.com, or through my Instagram, if you're on there, you can go to the bio, there's a link in the bio. And then also for business owners who are in a solo business trying to go to a group business, um, group practice, there's also a free tools guide on there in my bio as well. Some of my favorite tools that I use. Oh, that's, I'm so excited to do that. I want to get
0: the 90 day planner. <laughs> I okay. mean, I, I, I'm excited to da- to download that one. I always, yes. you know, a- another thing, you know, you, you grow, you know, we have growth every year. Yes. And so you learn as you go, but I never was a good planner and I would try to. Okay. It. So having a planner, why did you choose 90 days and not 30 or 60? Did you
1: find it's like a, I just kind of felt like 90 days was a good set amount of time to kind of plan out because then after 90 days, you can go back again to plan out the next 90 days. Mm -hmm. I love it because I guess
0: it makes sense because it's a season. So I find I'm different in each season. What I have going on in the fall is definitely going to be different from what I have in the winter. So
1: right. And it's a yeah. different quarters too. Exactly. So if you're, um, you know, for business wise too, if you're kind of looking at it in that, through those lenses, right. you can go by quarter, depending on when you start, but. Exactly. No, I love that. I think that's great. So thank you for sharing
0: that. I will definitely add that. So I want to end with, if for you, any last thoughts, anything else you want to share, any advice, anything that you want to, any inspiration you want
1: to give? sure um so i would say advice wise is that um even if somebody has kind of like a fear to really be able to kind of check in with that fear and to kind of if it's you know appropriate to push through the fear because i i feel that a lot of times women will hold themselves back because of fears that they have whether it's like limiting limiting beliefs about themselves unrealistic kind of beliefs about what might happen if they press forward. So like my inspiration is that um, women who are listening now would just really be able to push through those fears to really be able to realize that they are worth it and that they are able to succeed and if they need to reach out for help whether it's for health and fitness you know reach out to you Kelly so that they can you know kind of move forward on their journey or if they need mental health or other guidance to reach out to people who will be able to help them as well so I think that's another thing that um, some people may not really think about doing is reaching out for help but sometimes you need that like we all need it I mean, that's what I've done it. You know, I've reached out for help to be able to also shape who I am and to get me to where I am.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And please, thank you so much for sharing that and pushing through the fear, I think is the phrase I wrote down because Mm -hmm. it is so important. We're always going to have fear. That's always going to be there. It's up to us to lean into God for his strength, not ours to push through. I'm telling you, I can't do things alone. I have to have God in everything because I'll freeze up or I won't take the next step. And I yes. know when I'm pushing through the fear, God's right by my side. And yes. it's a great place to be, right? It is. Yes. It's a very yes. great
1: place when you know yes. he's there with you.
0: Absolutely. So you don't have to be
1: anxious about anything.
0: Exactly. Because life is hard as it is. Yes. <laughs> so. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for being here. Welcome. You gave us your links and your site. I will put that all in the show notes. Okay. And I just appreciate our new friendship and I'm yes. excited. And I just want everyone else out there to just hang on tight. Life is just beginning for you. We've been through a pandemic. I mean, right now, if you're struggling, take that first step, whatever it is for you, so you can start that climb. That's what this is all about. We're here to help you in any way we can stay on the climb, get on a new climb. Like Melissa said, if it's mental health, reach out to her. If it's health, reach out to me because we are here to equip, empower you in the best way we can. So thanks again, Melissa, for being here. And thank everyone you so else. much
1: for having me, Kelly.
0: Yes. And to everyone else, guys, just keep on climbing. I'll see you guys next week. If you love this episode, make sure you guys tag me. And because I appreciate you all so much, I am offering you 10% off my course, Addicted to the Climb. You can find that on my website, kellytyan.com. Make sure to spell it K-E-L-L-E-Y-T-Y-A-N. Until the next time, keep on climbing.